Hey everyone, welcome to Schoolhouse, where we believe every parent has what it takes to help their child learn. We're here to give you practical tips and encouragement so you can be a confident learning coach. This is the space where school and house meet. I'm your co-host, Mary Stackhouse, and I'm joined by our host, Dr. Erica Carr, and today we're answering a listener question. What if I have concerns about the way the teacher is teaching? Now, Erica, you were in the classroom for a long time. This has got to be a tricky topic. Where should we start? Yes, this is definitely a tricky one, but it's also a really important question to answer. So I was in the classroom for close to a decade, and I will say that every teacher wants to have positive interactions with parents. I don't know any teacher who wants to create a negative situation. So maybe that's really a good starting point for all of this is to just keep in mind that your child's teacher does want a positive relationship with you. Yeah, that's a good reminder. So what do you do if you're like our listener and you have concerns about the teaching? So you want to approach this relationship like any other relationship. And when we think about that, you know, sometimes we don't want to bring things up, but we feel like we really need to because something isn't sitting well, or maybe you feel like more information will help you better understand a a situation. So you want to approach the teacher with a solution-seeking stance. That's definitely first. I like the sound of that. So what does that look like? This means that you're staying away from any blaming or accusatory language because those things really do not get us anywhere. So instead, think about it. You'll want to use language that communicates your desire to build a positive relationship and find a solution with a teacher. Mm -hmm. So use words that show respect for the teacher as a partner in the learning process. So this might sound like starting the conversation with, you know, thank you so much for taking the time to talk today, or I'm glad we've had a chance to connect about this. So using thanks and connect really set a tone for conversation conversation rather than argument. Yeah, these sound like great tips for getting the conversation started when you do have a concern. So are there any other ways or tips for this type of conversation? Yes. So we actually use and teach what's called an impact conversation. And it starts off very much like I described, you know, with the thanks or thanks for connecting. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really, this conversation provides a framework for finding a solution when you have a concern. So with an impact conversation, you're emphasizing the impact of the situation instead of pointing out what a person is doing wrong. Mm. And it keeps you from entering the making things personal territory, which we definitely want to avoid. This is so good. It sounds like something our listeners need to hear. So, okay, you said a framework. What are the parts of the framework? Okay, so an impact conversation goes like this. You describe the concern or challenge, you describe the impact, then you determine a solution, and at the very end, you're going to ensure a mutual commitment. I love it already. Okay, so what's an example of this conversation and action that we can share for our listeners? Okay, so we're going to do one together. Are you, do you want to be the teacher? Okay. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let's pretend that my child, at the end of the week, we have a connection conversation, and she insists that, well, I'm not learning anything every week. Uh, so at this point, I'm concerned, right? Because mm-hmm. I've heard this multiple times. So we need right. to have a conversation. I need to have a conversation with the teacher. So my responsibility here as the parent is to protect that relationship with the teacher, but also to find a solution. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Ready? Here we go. All right. Miss Stackhouse, thank you for taking time to talk today. Of course. What's your concern? 
So I wanted to connect with you because Paige continues to say that she's not learning anything in class, and I know that is not likely. So I wanted to see if we could come together and help her feel uh, more challenged in class. You know, I really don't want her to continue to feel like she's not learning because I know this will cause her to, to be disengaged. So are there any enrichment resources or assignments that you can think of that maybe we could use to build on her regular assignments uh, and even play off of her interests? I really like the way that you presented this concern to the teacher. That's such a great approach. Um, it's non-accusatory. Um, there's no blame shifting. You're just presenting the concern and almost from the standpoint of, hey, let's work on this together. Let's partner together to figure out a solution. That's right. It's great. And that's exactly what an impact conversation, like we said, it's a framework. That's exactly what it does for you. So think about it. I said, well, first I started with the thank you, thanking for your time, like respecting your time as the teacher and our relationship. Uh, Then I went right into Here's the concern. Paige keeps saying this. Um, I know it's probably not the case. So you're not accusing. You're immediately Mm -hmm. sort of giving the teacher the benefit of the doubt because it probably isn't the case in the way that it's being presented to you, right? Um, And then you're going into that, you know, here's the impact. Like, I'm concerned because I don't want her to be disengaged. It's not... Um, it's not anything that's personal for anybody. It's not, it's just, here's what it could potentially lead to the impact of the situation. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, determine a solution. So I'm kind of teeing that up. Like I offered you as the teacher, I'm wondering if we can maybe just give her something to build on the assignments. Mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily saying this is the solution because I'm also interested Mm -hmm. in what you might have to offer as the teacher, but I'm at least letting the teacher know I've already been thinking about it, and this is what I've come up with, but what do you think? I think it's fantastic. So in your experience as a teacher, if a parent was to raise a concern like this, um, talk about how you would respond to that. Oh, that's such a good question. So, you know, and as a teacher, I've had situations that were definitely not this pleasant, right? We all have that. There's always going to be those situations that are just difficult because um, you are challenged and not uh, necessarily approached this way. So I will say, though, I can remember very distinctly um, several instances where I could tell the parent just wanted to figure things out. And those conversations, you know, weren't necessarily using the impact framework that we just laid out here, but that standpoint and that solution seeking, like you could tell, I want to partner with you and figure this out. Mm-hmm. Those instances were always a success, always, um, because it is just so much easier to have a conversation where you can determine a solution when you know the person is coming from that place. So yes, I think this is um, absolutely the way to go if you do have a concern. Yeah, this is great advice. And I feel like this takes the you know anxiety or pressure potentially off of parents to be able to step forward and just have this conversation with the teacher. Yeah, think about it. I mean, if you are a parent and you have a concern right now, like, you know, we're in this this age of still going back and forth for some people, you know, into the building, out of the building, um, on a computer, not knowing exactly what's going on all the time or feeling like you don't know what's going on all the time. So if you're getting to this point where you are concerned because maybe you're hearing something from your your, um, child and you're not able to have that face-to-face connection that you once had because, you know, that's that's one of the things that being in a building offers us is we can walk in and say, hey, I just want to talk to you really quick about this. And it's 
even face-to-face is sometimes a lot easier to, um, you know, discuss things and come to a solution than being on a computer or a phone. Um, So this at least gives you that framework, that like structure to go in confidently and write it down. Take your notes with you or, you know, Mm -hmm. like write your concern and and sort of use this framework of, you know, here's the challenge that I'm facing. Here's the impact that I can see. Um, I'm I think this might be a potential solution. What do you think? Um, And take that with you to the meeting or at least look at it Mm -hmm. um, before you get on that call or the the meeting itself. So, yeah, Yeah, that's a great idea for coming in prepared for productive conversation. Awesome. Well, Erica, thanks so much for sharing these tips and this framework. Yeah. And I would say the one thing to not forget is at the very end of the conversation, because you will, you know, Mary and I, we could have continued that role play a little bit longer, but um, at the very end, after we had the conversation about what a solution could look like, make sure you do that last step, ensure a mutual commitment. And that's where you're going to restate you know, hey, okay, so I heard that you're going to offer um, her an opportunity to do some enrichment. This is what it's going to look like. Is that right? And then you get that teacher's um, commitment to that and acceptance of that solution. And then follow up. So if there's a step that you said you're going to do as the parent, make sure you're doing it. If there's a step that the teacher said that they're going to do, make sure it's happening. If there's a step that your child is supposed to be doing, make sure it's happening. Mm-hmm. So that follow-up um, is really just going to back this whole process up for sure. Thank you, Erica. This is so helpful for our listeners. So why don't you give us the steps for the framework one last time? All right. So remember, impact conversation. So the first step is you describe the concern or challenge. Then you describe the impact. You determine a solution. And at the very end, you're going to ensure a mutual commitment. Well, there you have it, guys. And as always, we would love to hear from you. So please email us your question at schoolhouse at studereducation.com, and it might be featured on a future episode. That's schoolhouse at S-T-U-D-E-R-E-D-U-C-A-T-I-O-N.com. And parents, we invite you to become a member of our new Parent as Learning Coach website. In addition to our Schoolhouse podcast, members have access to learning coach guides, skill sessions, and weekly tips. So please check us out at studereducation.com slash parent dash as dash learning dash coach. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we look forward to having you join us next time at the Schoolhouse.